0: Hey there folks. How's it going? I'm Owen. Welcome back to part two of our podcast with Joe Laverick. Joe, how's it going? Yeah, great. Thank you. It's nice to be back. Awesome. Nice having you. So Joe, we left last time talking mostly about the uh, situation with sponsors and continuity in cycling, but I can't dig down on your experience right now as a rider. So most people would probably think you're living the dream. Living the dream in a vertical, (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Do you think that's the case, or or not? Not at all. Um,
1: I think I'm going to use a phrase such as "the grass is greener" like always greener on the other side. So I think if I wasn't doing it, I'd like I go, "Oh no, like this is the end of the world." But it's not the all singing, all dancing, like we all live in Monaco dream that some people think it is yeah. uh, and granted there are guys doing that but then even those guys such as fruit's got what six grand tours now he spends eight nine months a year not eating all the good stuff in life so is he living a dream yes he's winning grand tours like it but no he's not like living the full it's a weird one isn't it yeah yeah and exactly I was just going to say, I think a great side points list. If you haven't read, um, I think it's Phil Gaiman's book. That's a cracker. Um, it's, I think it's pro cycling on $5 a day. Oh, um, yeah. And that shows what it's really like, like just below the world tour level.
0: Yeah. He's, he's a really interesting one with his, um his whole life story. He's obviously stopped riding now. He was a pro with, um was he with EF? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Garmin, yeah, before, Garmin yeah. before that. And um. Stopped And I almost, I don't know if this is the case, but it almost seems like he is more of a professional cyclist now than when he was competing. Or certainly he's succeeding more as a professional cyclist. Yeah,
1: and he, I think his public persona is now bigger because he hasn't got potentially the, um, he's not controlled by a team. So he can be a bit more free on social media, which a lot of people seem to to love. And he is a, a good guy to follow.
0: Yeah, yeah. If Phil's doing better now, without getting too personal, how do you find the money situation being uh, an under 23 development rider in France living abroad? Um, with I mean, do you have an income from the team or do you have a, an income in kind? So,
1: there's no direct, um, what's the word, monetary in income as such from the team, but then we're supplied with free team housing, free food, kit, bikes, travel. Um, so we're basically living for free, yeah. which is isn't a bad situation to be in if you add in. price of rent food and all of that it kind of equal to a wage if that makes sense yes um and then obviously i'm lucky enough to be supported by the dave rayner foundation which helps with stuff like traveling home um race accommodation when i'm in the uk things such as nationals um but it's not i think the the uci minimum salary for world tour teams is around thirty thousand euros i want to say but the second you get below pro conti there is it's just the wild west so you've got um take britain for example you've got guys racing for 15 grand a year you got guys racing for free then you got guys paying to race yeah so it's the the money like i'm not rich (laughs) like (laughs) but let's we're under no illusions and i'm not paid like you hear of like 19 year old footballers on two three grand a week yeah like that's a dream i wish (laughs) yeah that's living the dream that is living the dream to to them not i mean football you don't suffer that much do you either is
0: um yeah i I guess you're what is forgotten in the idea of living the dream often people will see like the instagram posts or the uh i don't know the the vlogs of riders on cafe stops and things like that is there's still like four to six hours of riding and um post-work stuff as well that you have to go through it's not like an easy life
1: no and it's like i'm not complaining because i'm like i choose to do it of course and i enjoy it um but i don't enjoy all of it like i'm not gonna lie i don't love uh, well sorry i do love i've got a really big sweet tooth so i love (laughs) cake and stuff like that and i'd love to be able to eat that all the time i'd love not to go out and do five hours when it's 50k an hour winds and raining um but then i love competing and i love i really enjoyed like the being on the race part so not always the racing because that can be high stress but kind of being with the team being with the boys around a race is probably one of my favorite things about cycling and it's it's the age-old kind of sacrifice thing if you don't sacrifice one part of your life you don't get the other part so i'm not complaining because if i wanted to i could stop today um and that's almost like the worrying thing if I didn't get another contract, I think, oh, no, I'd be lost without it. So I couldn't imagine my life without cycling. And while my dream, I suppose, is to go World Tour, to do the best races, um, ultimately, you get to a point in your life you've got to make a decent salary. Like, not even a decent, just a salary. you got to live. Because you've got to be able to live, like, eat. Do you know what I mean, like you can't live in a team house your whole
0: life. So do you, I mean, without... <laughs> Without sounding too pessimistic, do you have backup options and or, or things yeah. in your mind that you would want to do?
1: So I I got my A levels. <laughs> that's the backup. Um, so yeah, I, I finished my A levels, which I'm really happy I did actually. Um, and so I'm 19 at the minute. Technically, I should like if you look at me in a real person's life, I'd be my first year of uni. Right, uh, and that's where my mates are at the minute. So. I, I can't see myself going to university. I mean I haven't like voice quote this in three years' time when I'm there or whatever. Um but yeah, I can't see myself going to uni. Uh backup plans, no. I mean you couldn't really get a job with three A levels. That's not how it worked, is it? That
0: was a that was a long way to say no. <laughs> <laughs> uh.
1: but, I'm young enough as well. Like I've
0: I a mean, life experience. I've
1: lived in France. I'm learning a new language. Yeah. yeah I uh, think
0: it's, you're, you're almost being too harsh on yourself as well because your writing is really good. And, um, you've started to get a foot in the door of, of doing that. I know we've spoken in the past that you feel, uh, there's a long learning curve, uh, and earning curve with, sports writing, but if that can coincide with your competition, then that, that actually kind of lands yourself pretty well. If you were to ever stop racing. Yeah. It'd
1: be, I mean, it does interest me as well. Like I'm kind of from the social media generation, so to speak. So, um, I think I possibly one of the first generations ever, which grew up with the iPhone being normal. So I, I can't remember a point in my life where there wasn't a smartphone, for example. Yeah um so it kind of comes naturally to me which i'm looking at and i one of my levels was english lit so I'm, and well i took english lit and history right. so i've got history of essay writing so to speak um however boring it was but yeah it'd be something i would like i enjoy writing and it'd be nice if you can get paid for something you enjoy it's a win-win yeah um, yeah that's the same with cycling. like if i can get to a level where i'm paid to race that's like that is almost slipping the dream, but I suppose when I get
0: there, I'll be like, ah oh,
1: there
0: that. No. I, I guess you've got um how many guys are in your team? Fifteen, I want to say. And how many do you reckon will get a contract at the end of it? Four to five,
1: probably. Like we work probably work <sighs> on a
0: guy a year. Yeah. It that's cut through, man. like that, that is that is a hard, hard life to to, to aim for. Yeah,
1: and it's not I mean that that one a year. I'm I'm going with our pro team. So with Aged as you deserve pro team. Obviously, other guys will go to potentially other pro content mm. team. Uh, sorry, other pro teams or world tour teams. But that's probably one a year to our world tour squad.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but yeah, it's that's probably a third, a third go pro, two thirds. And we mentioned before, I use the phrase kind of fail, because it's quite harsh to if you're looking in black and white. Our, oh, we're all there. With, you know, getting a world tour contract if we don't get a world tour or pro conti contract have we failed black and white yes yeah like it, like it, it is that it, it's that simple but it's it's not obviously there's other things that come into play at ccf we have to do educational alongside our racing which is great hmm. um but if i get to say at the end of my under 23 years and i haven't got a world tour or a pro conti deal or even like a decent Conti level team, I, I'd almost look at it and I think I'd be like, "Yeah, I've had a great life experience," and I mean, I've to be what twenty three or whatever. Life, <laughs> <laughs> but my aim of the last five years has technically failed, and whatever that's due to, some people just naturally aren't good enough, and I think you've got to almost be honest with yourself at some point.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I, that's definitely to be honest the the way I felt with with myself. Um, you kind of say i'll i'll leave it until the under under 23 years are done and you're like oh, i'll give it one more year and after a while you just have to say it's just not gonna happen <laughs> hopefully that won't yeah. be that won't be the case yeah. with you you yeah. already yeah. have a much better Palmares than i did so
1: Like <laughs> right. obviously i'm all in like for that contract but if you get a lot of people say the end of under 23 years
0: hmm. but
1: then i think if you get sucked into something where you can get by carry on living the living the dream, so to speak, not doing an office job. I mean by that, right. Um, if you can get by not in a world tour team or a pro con team, still racing your bike full time, you're almost like you're just delaying your entrance into the real world, which isn't <laughs> a bad thing. In a way.
0: <laughs> <laughs> isn't that what we were all just doing with cycling? <laughs> no, I don't think, I think, um, yeah, it, it can so easily devolve into sounding like you're not going to make it, but you, um, you sound like very grounded and uh, aware of the world as a whole and where you're heading with it anyway
1: yeah i think i've been lucky in a way that i with. i came from a football background so i played football for 10 years and okay. i kind of i was pretty decent like i played for county and all that but the drop-off level of football is huge yeah um so you see guys like in the academy from age nine and then you just get dropped at 17 or oh, 18 and that's like what eight nine years yeah you get dropped like a all, stone all of a sudden it's just like oh, <laughs> we don't need you bye guys like thanks for everything yeah and i i kind of uh, i figured early on from football that just because you're good at something it's not necessarily get me you gonna make it pro and also like i've I, I say i'm an idealist but at the same time i kind of accept the real world like right i could from things out of my control for example i could break my leg and they're not being able to ride at the same level. Yep. There's a million things. Out there.
0: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. You've not been sucked into the bubble and a way of thinking that it's uh, everything's hunky-dory and, you know, ooh, <laughs> I'm just gonna, gonna play around like this for the, forever with, with no worries.
1: No. And it's like, there's also the thing like say I'm, I'm 19, so I'm still very young, um, but there's things like, I don't know, she like financial independence, blah, 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 which everyone kind of wants to do and you get to a point as i mentioned before you can't go on forever kidding yourself um and this does sound really pessimistic and like i'm not like honestly if you saw me i spend 95 percent of my life thinking about trading for or doing something to do recycling so that is my one and true <laughs> like very single-minded single yeah. path but then if i slightly remove myself into the real world There's a potential that's not going to happen, which is why I'm trying to look at things a little bit off the bike. So develop skills away from cycling a little bit.
0: Yeah. Okay. That's, that's fair. And it kind of in a very convoluted way, (laughs) it ties into what we were saying in part one with um, the continuity amongst teams that often riders decisions uh, are taken out of their hands. But if we can create a more sustainable future for riders and for teams, that really helps people like you
1: yeah and it's like the rider market's a funny thing Mm. um there's so many things which play into it so i think the rider market next year could be interesting (laughs) right yeah not not for me like not at my level at world tour level um especially if one or two teams drop off all of a sudden um like the the best guys are always going to get paid the best money but then it's kind of that mid level to low level guys, which could be squeezed out. Yeah. And I think you find a lot of people just end up undercutting each other. So it's like, well, I want uh I want to Carry on in the World Tour. I'll ride for X. know oh, yeah. I'll ride for five grand less than X and it just keeps going down and down. The race to the bottom, isn't it? Yeah, because you're everyone's desperate for the contract. And I mean I'm in the same boat. Like if someone offered me a World Tour contract today, I would snap it up and I'd happily at the minute I'd happily stay there hmm. for fifteen years, whatever. Um But it's that the market is a weird place. And I think if we could bring a little bit more sustainability, hopefully that I make a more stable market. But then hopefully not in the way football has, where it's just absolutely (laughs) you've got to have like 100 million
0: pounds to buy a half decent football these days. (laughs) Yeah. Although if you're on the receiving end of that, it's not so bad.
1: No, it's not, is it? I mean, I, I wouldn't complain at
0: 300 grand a week. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think anyone would. Certainly in the cycling world, I don't think anyone would complain about that. No, that,
1: that is that is dreamy. Like, I don't care what you're doing in your life. That is living
0: a dream. Just do that for a year and you're like, ah, cool, I'm off. I'm off. Yeah, okay. That's life. Probably.
1: Now I'm living the dream. <laughs>
0: yeah. I was watching, Uh, what was it, dating this a little bit, but it's uh, Last Dance. I don't know if you've seen that on Netflix at all. No, I haven't. Oh, man, it is... Um, the i think the 1998 season and the build-up to that of the chicago bulls and michael jordan and uh what we're looking at that, my fiance was like how much did he actually earn so check his net worth he is worth over two billion dollars <laughs> to be fair to him you know arguably one of if not the greatest basketball player ever but it's, it's pretty impressive you know that one of the greatest <gasps> cyclist ever will um avoid mentioning his name too much, Lance Armstrong, I think he was at like 100 million by the end of it. So to put yeah, their earning I mean, potential in perspective.
1: Not bad money, 100 million. <laughs> no, <laughs> exactly. No judgment
0: but, on him as an individual or the way he earned that money.
1: <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that's the difference. And you look at, say, football as well, yeah. um, or even cricket now, there's guys making big bucks there. Yeah. Uh, and it's, yeah, th- there's a discrepancy, isn't there?
0: Yeah, I think it's a long way to say, People feel that riders like yourself are living the dream, but it's a lot harder for a lot less return than, than they might think.
1: Yeah. And it's not always plain sailing as well. There's a lot, there's the one year contract. So a lot of guys across the sport, whether that's, um, under 23 con T or world. tour, hmm. a lot of guys are on one or two year contracts. Um, and that kind of, I wouldn't necessarily go as far as saying you lose sleep over it. Um, or oh, I don't yet, yeah, but I know, of, I know of people. Who will do sleep over it and potentially I'll be in that situation in the future. Um, because if you get to even May, um, May, June, July, and you're on a one year contract, so you're thinking, well, what am I going to do in my life next year? Kind of yeah.
0: thing. Yeah, just in case. Uh,
1: yeah. And then I'd say in some other sports, like you have two, three year contracts. Um, and I mean it's coming in that you see Bernals on a five year um Pogacar Pogacar however you say his name Pogacar maybe (laughs) it's a five-year deal with UAE so starting to come in for sure but this I think the standard is probably a one-year deal yeah which is it's great for the teams because if they don't like the if the face can kick you out after a year but for the riders it's a little bit difficult
0: yeah is there a takeaway that, that you could suggest for fans of the sport? I mean, is there anything that they can do about that? Or is it just supporting riders off the bike as well on social media that gives them earning power as well and therefore puts them in a better position negotiating? Yeah, and I think
1: um, the thing is with some riders, uh, no, sorry, some fans, like they concentrate on the big names. Um, whereas it's kind of coming into it now a little bit more, I think. Fans are starting to recognise the domestiques and the guys who don't win as often, and you're never going to get like Touch Wood. You're never going to get a contract and just off having a hundred thousand followers. Like that's not really how the world works. Yeah. But I be I I believe that if you had X amount of followers or X amount of subscribers on YouTube, and say you you're you're, con- you're put next to someone who's the exact same power numbers, results, blah blah blah, you've got hundred times ten times their social media following yeah probably a bonus especially for the sponsors because we're in a we're in a sponsor driven sport
0: yeah as a business decision it it really makes sense
1: yeah exactly so you're not going to get a contract based off your social media but it's definitely going to aid it and fans can obviously do things such as supporting riders as like things they always do Mm. um but i think it's down to the riders as well yeah Uh, a lot of riders make a lot of riders make good effort, so you see someone like uh, Alex Dalsett, yeah His yeah. YouTube is—I God knows how many followers, he, uh, subs he has—but he's one of the few pros who are now on YouTube and have a big Instagram following. Um, so I reckon if more guys can do stuff, not necessarily the YouTube because that's hard, just simple things like uh, more fan engagement from the rider's perspective. Yeah, true. It's a win both sides.
0: Yeah, I, there you go. Then <laughs> so you the the subtle message from that was to. Go and follow you on social media.
1: Yeah, uh, <laughs> at, at on Twitter, at Laverick on Instagram. Get me a contract, man. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect.
0: You um, anticipated exactly what I was gonna say. Then that's the usually. Usually that comes last.
1: <laughs> but we'll, we'll, we'll do it last as well. That's a it's a, a we'll, double shout.
0: We'll just reiterate it. But I think that's that's probably all we've got time for. Um, Joe, thank you very much for for joining us. Uh,
1: great, it was thank uh, thank you for having me. It was great to <laughs> have <having you>, <laughs> <That's> new <no problem. laughs>
0: I've run out of words. You've run out of words. Then the perfect time to end, just as you know, just as you run out of words. <laughs> oh dear. Well, guys, if you haven't already, you can subscribe to the Monument Cycling Podcast and join us on social media. Join Joe on social media. Uh, there'll probably be some discussions from what we've said judging by every other thing he's ever put out there there'll be some discussions
1: controversial
0: (laughs) we avoided most controversy i think but who
1: knows for twitter
0: try our best yeah just the slightest spark and it's off (laughs) perfect folks thank you so much and we'll see you next time